Hello, and welcome to Transforming Talent. I'm your host, Ed Crow, the talent transformation expert for organizations seeking eight-figure growth. We work with those organizations to break through revenue ceilings and realize the business growth that their companies are capable of when they get their people firing on all cylinders. We believe that every business person has a unique voice and a unique angle that makes their business successful. And those are the kinds of movers and shakers that we interview on the show. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest in about 30 minutes. So let's jump right in. Hello, and welcome to our next installment of Transforming Talent. I am your host, Ed Crow, the talent transformation expert for companies seeking eight-figure growth. I'm so happy to have with me today, Vinny Patastivo, an Emmy award-winning media advisor. Vinny, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's cool to be in the house of talent. I appreciate this place. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so uh, as, as we mentioned on the pre-call, I've got a lot of business uh, folks that listen in and they're probably wondering, all right, why does he have an Emmy award-winning media advisor on this show? And obviously, you've painted the connection for me, and I think it's going to be fascinating, but but share a little bit about your background with our listeners. Oh, yeah. Well, first off, the coolest thing is the definition of the word talent brand and uh-huh. how over maybe two decades that's transformed from an HR perspective, a media perspective, an industry to industry, what the word talent brand has become. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who are tuning in uh, who don't recognize the voice because I've never done anything before, uh, in the late 90s, I got to MTV and I helped create um, a huge genre of, of unscripted programming. Um, my boss, Rod Asa, who's currently the head of unscripted programming at NBC, uh, launched the talent development department. So this okay. is where talent development first gets introduced into my life. And what we were tasked with doing was um, listening to celebrity and and talent and culture in a way that um, managers weren't, you know, um, in, in a way that that uh, the MTV um, uh, upper brass wasn't sort of set up to do. Okay. And by listening to the needs, the wants, and understanding what our tools were, we were able to, you know, redefine the Osbournes, um, give Jessica Simpson a whole new, you know, sort of second career, develop Ashton Kutcher um, from a TV star and a film star into a television mogul, you know, Punk, Punk put him on the map, not just as a creator, but we saw him creating, and that was strategic, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of strategy that went into those, uh, those decisions, so just to be in the room, with some of those Beyonce, Mandy Moore, Ashton Kutcher, some of the greats that are mm-hmm. are really setting the tone for pop culture, helped me figure out, you know, what a talent brand was, what what people found value, you know, in talent brands, um, relatability, consistency, you know, there, there are certain values that, you know, we can certainly talk about. And more importantly, how to create an audience, or, or I should say audiences, you know, around them. Um, and even at MTV, you know, I worked on MTV, MTV2, MTVU, MTV.com. I was, I've always been aware of, of the multiple layers that it takes um, for audience building. And, um, and I think when, when social media sort of connected, I, I was able, you know, finally hit. Um, sure. And I was introduced to so many more creators than I'd ever been introduced to in my life, because now there are so many more creators that qualify because of the tools we have. 
Um, it just, it's made my job exponentially more fun. I can be more impactful because more is happening in digital than it is happening in television. I'm more focused now happening in what's happening in the digital, the free digital or the public mm -hmm. digital space because of the power that that has for small mm -hmm. business owners specifically. It's powerful. So I, recently, I recently had a guest on, on my show who bootstrapped a company up from his garage, literally, to $70 million today in seven years. I mean, that, that's, that's a bullet train, right? And, and one of the things that he talked about was how he has leveraged social media to do just that. And he's in a, you know, kind of a rough and tumble, blue collar type industry. And yet he, he employs a full-time social media professional to keep his company at the forefront because he's still up in his industry against some of the, the big billion dollar companies. So what role is social media playing today for the, the business professional in terms of, and specifically, I guess, for because so many of my listeners are executives, mm -hmm. what, what role does that seem to or should be playing in their professional lives and the lives of their businesses? Yeah, so I'll give a sort of dated answer to this. The, the sure. role that social media has been playing for us probably up until like last year has been um, it's the public it's to serve the public sector of media, right? So if we look at Facebook, um, Instagram, YouTube, any of the great social platforms, we're thinking of them primarily as a way to distribute our personally owned content. Mm -hmm. Right. So this social media came as a way as a distribution. First off, it, most people didn't even think of it as distribution. Mm -hmm. They think of it as a platform to, for consumption. But for the creators out there and, and certainly for the people who, who create content, whether you're earning your reach or you're paying for your reach, um, social media has served probably single most as the as the largest way to grow your personally owned content. Podcasting starts to change the game. Podcasting is now decentralized distribution. Podcasting no longer is required on one specific platform, by sure. the way, that, that a public entity owns. Mm -hmm. I can own my podcast file and my RSS link, and I can blast that out to all of the podcast directors. And podcasting, the modern version of it now, as we think of these directories, they're not mm -hmm. platforms, they're directories, sure. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, um, that are pulling information that we're telling them. And, and I think that social media, for, for the longest time, the power in social media was that it was our main distribution tool um, outside of paid television, mm -hmm. outside of paid print. Um, where social media is headed to now is more community. Um, where we're looking at distribution, distribution is being decentralized. You're mm -hmm. going to have a lot more um, conversations about bundling, about, um, I don't want to get too like sort of tech heavy, sure. but, <laughs> about owning your content and mm -hmm. aligning with other like-minded creators or movements or maybe brands and being able to have that content sort of live in places where your brand doesn't. That, that's the power of a decentralized media future and, and, and having a strong creative background at backbone as an as a company is going to help you be successful in that category but but social media that's why it's changed it's it's really if you're looking at it as a distribution you're probably paying a lot of money you're probably frustrated because you've been paying a lot of money and the return's not there and i think that what 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 social will do that say netflix or some of the other subscription video on demand mm -hmm. platforms that are out there now i think that those will become 
portals, playgrounds for us to be able to distribute our content. Very much like maybe two years ago, it was pretty easy to get a video project on Amazon. Sure. Um, you know, so in that, that sort of changed. Um, but I, I think that's the future of how, of how social media is playing it. But if you're using it for distribution, it's an it's a underserved utility and you're paying way too much money for distribution. If that's, if that's what social media, you know, me, if that's what, if that's what the interpretation of social media is. To you, sure. you know. and, and what would you say to the, the business executive who says, I don't have time to mess around on LinkedIn. I don't have time to devote my company's resources to having a presence on, you know, again, fill in the blank in terms of the name of the platform. Oh my gosh. I, 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 then I would just say, fine, don't do any social media. Just do a podcast. Okay. <laughs> literally, that's literally what I would say. If someone said, I don't want to spend any money on social media, I would say, cool, just make a podcast because the ability to transact, the ability, the touch points that you have on podcasting, on audio content is, will supersede what social media has been able to do. You already have an audience. I'm not asking you to build an audience. I'm giving you the opportunity to serve your audience in a way that you're connecting with them. They're, you're not asking them to follow you. You're not asking them to interact in a public forum. Um, and I can go through, you know, the ROI and I can go through the return on investment. I can do it from a dollar perspective and from a relationships perspective, we can have this conversation. I can point out that, um, you know, um, brands are using reality television right now to launch, you know, um, their businesses and their properties. Um, obviously, um, we've had presidents that were social media st- that were reality stars. We've had, we've, we'll probably have presidents that are social media stars before they become president. We've already had presidents that have done podcasts, you know? So when you look at sort of the media qualifiers and, and the impact that media has, I think that podcasting is the one piece of content that's could potentially stand the test of time. And, and, and again, I think it's about understanding ROI and setting goals. So I I would go back to that answer as well. You know, if you don't, if you don't understand what you can be getting out of it, then, um, you know, uh, and you're finding success elsewhere, then who am I to tell you (laughs) (laughs) where to have, where to have success, right? Get it where you, you find success where you find it, you know, Yeah. but just know that it also can live in social media, but that's also, it's, it's like, uh, you know, not everyone can host a party. Sure, not every, sure. That's not easy to host a party and get the drinks and the food and the barbecues going and people are, you know, and there's mm-hmm. all this movement. Um, and that's what social media is. It's social. It is very much hosting a conversation. It's sure. not a very passive. Um, but that being said, I love LinkedIn for mm-hmm. passive social media. LinkedIn, sure. social media, passive. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, when I think about what, what you've just said, and, and I, I tell business leaders all the time, you know, there's a reason that you put initially put your profile on LinkedIn, right? And they'll say something to the effect of, oh, yeah, someone, someone told me I need to get on this. So I got on it and I did the bare bones. And one of the things that intrigued me um, as I was getting to know you, Vinny, was that one of the things that, that you are able to help people with is kind of their their strategy around their talent brand, you know, who they are. And today's generations, the millennials and Gen Z, when they join a company, you know, they want to know the why behind that company. And and again, if it's a privately held company, then it's the why behind the owner. Why is he or she doing what they're doing? So when, when you look at that, why is it so important that 
a privately held company, especially the, the owner of the executives, have a presence and market, in essence, themselves and their belief system? Well, I can, it's an interesting phrased question, and I'll say it mm-hmm. this way. Um, well, then you could just choose not to do it. And then you're, you, you could choose not to participate in how people shape their opinion about you, or you can <laughs> choose to participate in how people, right? So like, there you one go. Of the, right. Like one of the things I learned about reality TV in the 90s, this is, um, kind of something that I've always, uh, I, I can't change reality. Reality is the perception of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, if you change your life on camera when I'm recording the camera and then I play what I'm recording on camera in front of the entire world and the entire world sees what you did to change your life on camera, mm-hmm. I'm showing them your life and that's changing the perception of your life. Sure. That's reality. And I, I think talent brand sort of is the way that I would. So, so if, if that. That's the perce- if that's the understanding now of, of how I see reality, the talent brand is how you'll shape it, how you'll utilize it, um, what makes it sustainable. How, so I'm, I'm thinking, how are you going to utilize it that's going to continue to add to the energy that you're creating so that it is a sustainable brand, a, su- a sustainable celebrity brand, talent brand, business brand, so that I'm, th- I'm thinking about, one, inventory, the people do, you know, if you're a talent, an artist, do you have the right producers, the right graphic people, the right choreographers? I, I got to work. I got to see the inner workings mm-hmm. of, of everything from like Menudo to Destiny's Child, <laughs> to some of the biggest solo artists. I got to see like the cool, but I know they had they have teams. teams so understanding them. inventory for me, understanding the, 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 the staff and the, the inventory needed to be successful is important. And I think that's part of the talent brand and understanding h- how you can be successful. Um, also, I think that, you know, tool, tools change. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trade changes. I think, you know, tools are constantly getting updated. New tools are being introduced, but the trade is changing. The, 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 the services, the deliverables are changing. The platforms are changing. A culture is changing. So the requests are becoming different. So not mm-hmm. only are the tools changing in which we create things, but the reason why we create things is changing as well. If I were to focus on just helping someone sell a TV show, just focus on just being successful on one specific account. For me, I would feel underserved. I would feel like I didn't, I wasn't able to connect the data points, the internal and external data points that I'm seeing, that I'm picking up on, that are based on what your strengths are and your weaknesses are, and what the perceived strengths and weaknesses of you from your audience are. And and somewhere in the middle, if it's 20% closer to you, maybe that's going to be, um, you know, a, a quick, a quick, you know, big hit and, and then, right. and then trickle down. If it's maybe a little closer to the audience where there's a real need, maybe there's some more longevity there. And, and I, I, so I think understanding talent brand is important. And, and I sort of love that there's an HR definition of talent brand being the sort of collective, the collective um, energy of your entire body of employees that are working for you sort of seen as your talent brand. And that is exactly how I think of talent brand on an artist, mm-hmm. whether you're um, a CEO, a CMO, or a, uh, uh, I don't even know, a, a yeah, house, right. housewife yeah. or whatever, sure. you know, whatever sure. a personality on, on, you know, that's what the same thing. It's the same definition, you know, it's, it's that total inventory of it and, and knowing it, knowing your talent brand, uh, it allows you to not only just make better decisions for yourself, it allows you to collaborate better. 
Because you say, oh, we're going to, we're going to make the, they're so good with video and we're so good with graphic. This is what we need, you know? Sure. Yeah. Two people who are video, you know, are headstrong that are, you know, video files and and you need an audio file in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, you know, so I think that that's understanding that and and figuring out how to utilize that is the key to sustainability. Otherwise you're starting from scratch over and over again. And there's, right. I think that, you know, the wins come from stacking, you know, it's a stacked win is what success ultimately is, as opposed to um, a series of wins, so to speak. A a recent CEO I had on the show mentioned how he lives a pretty open CEO life on social media and and LinkedIn is one of his favorite channels. And, And he mentions how, hey, Ed, I've put business challenges out there and it's amazing the response that I get of whether it's it's vendors coming to me with a solution or a business partner coming to me with a solution, all because I was willing to bear a little bit of my soul and tell the world, hey, I don't have a perfect business. I'm on the journey. I'm trying to make my business perfect. And I was connected with people that I never would have otherwise been connected to because if you, if you don't take the power of social media, now you're down to the good old well, who's in the local chamber of commerce kind of thing that I can do business <laughs> with, right? And, and, and we all know that while that worked 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, it ain't going to work today in, in terms of pulling in the best talent around you, not just in terms of your employees, but those with whom you do business. Yeah, well, it's like yes and, right? It's going, it's going to work and there's a lot more space now for success than there used to be. So you'll notice that that success that once used to drive your business is now barely having, might be propelling it or, or may not even have an impact in it because of, um, because the trade has changed, the audience has changed, um, platforms, you know, have changed so much that again, that's why I fall back to the power of podcasts, you know, podcast, uh, in America specifically, it's instant intellectual property. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen when you come up with a TV show and then you sell an idea to a, as an American sure. to an American cable network and the cable network buys it and they commission it from you and you get paid for play. And I don't, I don't sure. want to get law like yeah. your cover, you're going to get paid, but it's not yours. It's exactly. And, and owning content is the name of the game. It, sure. There will not be a uh, less, there will never be an announcement. There are 50 less. Oh, sadly, maybe there will be. <laughs> I hope not, but 50 less SVODs this month than, you know, the last month. And they're, they're, we're just going to have more platforms and more platforms, sure. more bundling. Bundling is just relationships between independent video owners coming together saying together we have, you know, more value. If we're, you know, if, if we're all, all these pieces of the puzzle are together, I look at what Red Bull did years ago, just in terms of shooting and owning their own content. Um mm-hmm. You know, uh, we see Netflix, Disney, we see so many people now Hulu creating their own series. Right. Um, Unfortunately, the distribution model is is what's going to be, in my opinion, what's going to take those platforms down is the distribution model, not the quality of content, Mm -hmm. but the distribution model is because, again, of the, the need for decentralized and, and, and we no longer want to have to get our, you know, content from a company. I'd rather get my content from Ed Crow. I'd rather know that it came from you, that it was vetted from you mm-hmm. than from some other company. And, and to be honest, maybe this is where Elon, Elon and Twitter, maybe this is where they get it right. You know, sure. I, I do, we do inherently want 
to believe people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to believe. I think we can be won over by brands and businesses. Yes, right? absolutely. That's we, the, they get, they get a lot of money to them. influence yeah. us. <laughs> I don't know if we want to believe them, but we want to be, we want to be advertised to and pampered to right, and, and right. taken there, right? To to see them, and I, I think that's why it's important for executives to get on social media. Um, directly themselves. Peter Thomas Roth is a great example. I mean, he's the name of his brand and he's mm-hmm. a, a top skincare brand. It's Sephora, mm-hmm. you know, across. Yeah. But w- when I started working with him um, a couple of years ago, he hadn't taken the leap to social media. And now by being on social media, he's been able to increase his hours on QVC, which directly mm-hmm. increases yep. your sales. <laughs> and it's just made him a much, it's made him um, understand the nuance or the importance in appearing in podcasts, maybe that are not hitting millions of eyeballs on TV, because like, let me tell you something about millions of eyeballs uh-huh. on TV. That's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> millions. Of, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't want to do that show because it's not enough eyeballs. What? No, right. if you can be in front of five people and they really care about the source, I mean, that's a relationship. That's a relationship TV can't get you. That's right. a relationship that pu- the public sector can't get you, that only us, the creators, will be able to extend it, the halo effect that we have from being editors, curators, creators, producers ourselves. You know, And, and I think that that's, that's what happens when, when CEOs, when business owners step into the light and, and put a voice to their identification, not necessarily to their brand. Uh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love working with founder-led businesses because people who create businesses and stick with them, and it's a huge cost. So I just do really, I just do really well. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So I mean, that, that's a great segue. So uh, business owner comes to you and says, "Vinny, I, I need help. I need help in in projecting who I am." What's that life cycle like? Oh yeah, uh, it's forever. By the way, because there's mm-hmm. constant evolution. There's con- we're constantly adding to it. Um, we're picking platforms that we want to focus on and grow on. Um, we're we're sort of developing out characteristics, or we're playing around with like conversations that maybe you've always wanted to have or be a part of that you know you didn't quite know how to structure your entry point into it. Um, I'm bringing in collaborators. So I'm bringing in like amplification and distribution collaborators that help make sure your content is being heard and seen. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because of my background in, in, in learning to create in, in, in television, I sort of always create, unfortunately, like there's a lot of great ideas, but <laughs> this, it's, if it, there's no audience to buy it, then it doesn't get to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> So, Poor so idea, it just sits there. Yeah, right. It just sits there, and and you know sometimes there used to be a point before social media where TV networks would buy an idea just so that no one else would sort of get it. Even then, too. But I think that that's obviously those those budgets have changed, and and sure. and we as creators are more um, aware of those types of deals. So we know that if we have um, uh, a message that's really important to get out there, we know that using some of the larger digitally distributed networks might be a way for us to get a message out there quickly. But that being said, there's a trade-off, you know, like if you're looking at Netflix as like, you know, everyone sort of like wants to be on Netflix right now as if Mm -hmm. it's like, like the number one. I mean, to be honest, the downfalls on Netflix are, it doesn't give print press enough time Mm -hmm. to do what I get to do when I have a TV show on television sure. for, you know, eight months or something, 
you know? Yeah. So I just, those are, if you think of the weeklies, mm-hmm. you know, so you lose sort of the traction on that. You only get like four weeklies instead of, you know, seven or eight. And that has, sure. that has a big impact. Um, also platforms are known for something, you know, Wikipedia right. is known for like the truth. MTV used to be known for videos, now it's known <laughs> for like reality, whatever it's known yeah. for, right? Yeah. Netflix isn't known for like reality right now. Netflix right. isn't known for talk shows right now. Yeah. Um, Netflix is known for binging high budget content, yep. you know, but even H- if you ask me HBO, Showtime, they have stronger, uh, well, obviously they're television, so it makes right. sense that I would say this, but like, if I said to you, it's like, it's like uh, Harry Potter, but for HBO, Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means something to us exactly you know they mean yeah. in our heads. so there's yeah if i said that about netflix you'd think what like so the whole world's gonna watch it and yeah. it's available uh, in multiple languages like what's the you know the globalness sure. like, there's like a globalness to it but that that does not impact the celebrity and press culture as much as um as good old-fashioned tv you know has and right. does and, and in podcasting too so so if, uh, you know, the, the time has, has flown here, I just, just was, was getting my, my yeah. alert that, you know, we're, we're kind of at that, that uh, finishing point. And, and I, I guess my question is, if, if someone's listening today that says, gosh, this guy's got some great insights, and, and I think I might want to, to pair up with him, get some coaching from him, get some, you know, strategy built around who I am. How do they go about reaching you and, and what can they expect in that relationship? Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for that, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Um, VPE.tv is my website. Um, and that's the home for my creator accelerator. Um, it's a resource where I have like all the UR, all the URLs that I use, um, a script library, an awards library. I actually I'm I love helping people win awards. I like I because okay. because I know as a network executive, when I was tasked with finding something, I know the first place I went was award-winning podcasters. Sure. Award-winning, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> so let's get you on those lists first and foremost. Um, and the only reason why people aren't winning those types of awards, you'd be surprised is because they're not applying. No one's walking around handing out Grammys and Emmys and Tonys. And <laughs> right. So for some reason, people think that that's like the action. Um, and I'm on, I'm at Vinny Padestivo. I'm, you know, my name on all social media. So please reach out on LinkedIn and Twitter. I love, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I love, I love my LinkedIn fan. Um, I'm on a, a live audio events on Thursdays at four Eastern, where I sort of am always, always there. So please feel free to come by with your questions, strategies, creative questions. Um, I work well, one-on-one, I work really well with, with full teams, um, I have a, an expanding team um, that is I can can cannot dedicate certain skill sets to your company, depending, I think, again, on, on inventory, on your talent yeah. brand. Like what are what are the pieces that you're sort of is it execution? Is it distribution? Is it ideation? Is it development? You know, like these are things that will help you with methodically. Um, and I come from, again, television publicly. Right, <laughs> <Traded televisions. right. laughs> like I understand analytics and I, I understand Q scores and reports and their goals and, um, and hitting them by the way. Um, and, uh, and that's an evolving process. And, uh, uh, and because of sales paths and seasonality and new product launches, my clients and I have been, we've for years, we've been together. Um, it's awesome constantly sort of like evolving the conversation, winning, winning awards, having fun, making, making stars, making noise, you know, making yeah. a difference, making an impact. I like that. I appreciate that. That's awesome. 
And if I, and you know what? I dare me not to make it a TV show. That's the other thing. Like I don't, I, I try not to put that out there. La- yeah. Last year alone, we, I had this awesome client, um, uh, a lawyer, and we came up with a, a podcast. And there's, um, we have something at HBO Max, and we have something at Netflix. Huh? It's just, I, I, I love taking these creative properties and turning them into membership courses or speaking tours or, mm-hmm. or books or films. They're just, the podcast can turn into so much. So sure. by the way, the podcast will turn into social media quicker than social media could turn into podcasts. So yeah. just think about that for a second. And that's why I'm like, don't waste your time. If you don't like social media, I'm not going to try to make you like something you don't like, but let me introduce you to my friend podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say you didn't like podcasts. So let me introduce you to, to right, they really right. are. There really is something wonderful. Um, I, I turned my first podcast into a TV show in 2006. I haven't stopped doing it since then. And I didn't start my own podcast until 2020. And when I did, I launched this company that I have now, Verified Podcast Exchange, where, where we do create podcasts for business owners of, of all genres. Um, so I'm super excited. And by the way, if you if you're covered and you don't need help with your podcast and you're out there and you do have a podcast, yeah. Um, I have a podcast.com slash interview. And this is a website that I'm a link that I'm throwing out there. And I'm inviting people who are listening to this to come to my new platform. It's I have a podcast.com slash interview where mm-hmm. I'm asking podcasters to fill out a quick form and then we're creating um, featured articles on them. Google News oh, approved. Hopefully it'll help you get verified on whatever social media platform you're trying to get verified on and just add, add positively to the combo. But I, I'm really just here to help, you know, people get discovered, brands get discovered. And um, some of that is making sure the net is tight. And some of that is making sure the content is right, you know? So, yeah. Vinny, that's awesome. So just to, to reiterate a um, couple of con- points of contact there. So Vinny is on all social channels. He loves LinkedIn. Uh, that's Vinny Patestivo on LinkedIn. You can get him on vpe.tv. And I have a podcast.com slash interview. Vinny, thank you for sharing your Emmy Award winning insights on social media and specifically the value of building your talent brand today. I really appreciate you being on the show. Oh, yeah. Ed, anything for you. Thank you for this. Thank you. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's uh, session with Vinny. I look forward to sharing uh, more great speakers and folks with you in the coming weeks. Until then, take care. Hey, Ed Crow here. Thank you so much for listening to today's segment of Transforming Talent. If you're a business owner or executive of a business that's on a revenue freight train that you're not sure how to control, or maybe you're butting up against a revenue ceiling that you don't know how to break through, we'd love to have you on this program. Please visit my website at edcrow.com slash speaking slash podcast to apply. Now, for our listeners out there, if you got something out of this interview and you'd love to share it on social media, please go ahead and do so. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, and post it on the socials. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag TransformingTalent. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. 
Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, go to my website, edcrow.com, where you can follow me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next time.